Welcome to Albuquerque Real Estate Talk with Tigo and Tracy Venturi of the Venturi Group Real Broker here in Albuquerque, New Mexico, episode 470 on our radio show and podcast talking about real estate here in Albuquerque, New Mexico. I'm Tigo Venturi and Tracy Venturi with Real Broker. Uh, Tigo, we love to come here and talk real estate, everything real estate. And I know that sort of near the beginning of the month of December still. So I suspect we have stats to go over. Oh, we do. Of yeah, course we have some course. stats because obviously we just got the November numbers. And so we're going to go through that. Um, Tracy, a couple news stories that I've been following, some stuff about uh, hedge funds buying homes. It's kind of a, a contentious story or contentious uh, um, topic, I guess is the best way to put it, is, is these, you know, big, firms and hedge funds buying up single family homes. I'm going to talk about that. Um, Tracy, you had something about wealth creation and wealth in the United States um, for homeowners versus renters. And did you want to start off with that story? Sure, we can. So the interesting thing, Tigo, so I'll go through it. But I mean, this is not news to our listeners. Our listeners hear us talk about wealth building through real estate and the benefits of real estate and wealth building. Um, but there was a big blog post this week about building wealth brick by brick. Great, great title. Right? Yeah, it was. It was um, first Ameri American title. First, yep. First American title did this study, right? Building wealth brick by brick. And, um, you know, it was what we all know that homeownership is a significant wealth builder. Uh, especially for lower income households, right? Because building wealth through home ownership uh, impacts them proportionately a great deal. Let, let me add to that. So that was one of the things they found when they started looking at home ownership versus renting. And they found that the lower income level folks have a much larger proportion of their net worth in their house than than higher income. So just to give an example, if you're, if you're, um, net worth is more than 250,000 it's only 23% of your net worth is your real estate your house where people in that um let's say 30 to 50,000 dollar bracket it's about 68% of their net worth is in real estate so that that was kind of an interesting interesting take on that yeah very much so so the also Homeowners generally have uh, much greater wealth than renters, which we just said, with the median homeowner, homeowner having 38 times more household wealth than a renter or a non-owner, yeah. right? Pretty significant. Um, that home equity is a major component of net worth, more so for lower income households, which you just kind yep. of brought up. Yep. Um, price House price appreciation has historically contributed to this equity gain or inequity yes right exactly and despite potential market volatility home ownership remains a key driver of wealth accumulation for most households um even now you know we've we've closed on a few homes this week for a few buyers and you know they're starting their wealth journey with those homes and so interest rates i know this wasn't on the calendar for today but no interest it is. Rates, that, that's like that's like the big news of the week actually there we go okay the big news of the week and the last six weeks or so is yeah. that interest rates have been steadily coming down and they're in that, what, 7% range now instead of over eight. Yeah, really, really close to the seven. Haven't really seen anything in the sixes yet, but 
uh, all the all the smart brains out there are yeah. saying they're going to be in the sixes, well, but yeah. they have not been right in the past. No, no, we you know predicting mortgage interest rates is a really really tough game. In, yeah, because there's so many things that go into it. Um, but uh, I will say so. So Dr. Lawrence Hewn was actually here in Albuquerque. This week? Uh, just this week, Dr. Hewn is the chief economist with the National Association of Realtors. He was here for our annual uh, meeting for our uh, GAR, our local association here. GAR. GAR, Greater Albuquerque Association of Realtors. I know it sounds like I'm talking pirate when I say GAR. Yeah, yeah. you were talking pirate. Greater Association, it's our, our realtor association. Yeah. He came to our annual meeting and talked. He was awesome, like you, usual. As usual. And of course, you know, I was in the front row. Of course, but, but um, he, uh, you know, he talked about the kind of the bigger picture nationally, and what what we're seeing nationally is that prices are up about three and a half percent nationally. Median prices, you know, and median price in the entire country now is about three hundred and ninety thousand. But if you compare that to Albuquerque, it's actually we're actually lower than that. So right. median price for November in Albuquerque was at 350,000 versus uh, the 391 nationally. Um, but going back to interest rates, so he, you know, he kind of did his projection for interest rates and most it, 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 him as well as a lot of the other people that look at this stuff do expect rates to be in the sixes here in the first quarter of 24. And We'll, we'll see where we get to, you know, that we, we know that there's been an affordability crunch uh, on people, um, but yet we all still need a place to live. And, 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 yeah, yeah. and so I um, helped a beautiful family this week um, close on a, a really lovely house in Rio Rancho. Um, they got some seller help to buy down the interest rate and they closed it at 7% this week, which you know, if they were locking in their rate right now, based on their credit and, you know, their, what they would qualify for, they would have probably gotten that rate without a lot of extra fees to get to that rate. But now, you know, if it goes down more and they're in this low sixes, they can refinance, which is what we are telling buyers right now. If it continues to go down and you decide to buy now, you know, you can always take advantage of a lower rate when the rates are lower. Yeah, well, and and that's there's a lot of expectations that there will be a refi boom here in uh, you know the next few years if rates get get into the fives, just depending. or sixes. I mean, there's yeah. people we've closed in the last couple of months at eight or higher. True, and you know their house prices aren't going down right now. So one of the big questions I keep hearing out there of uh, some of the national uh, real estate reporters. Um, asking us, you know, feet on the street realtors out and about, like, do, are we seeing more buyers coming into the market because rates have dropped about a, a percent? And I've got my answer, Tracy, but what do you think? Do you think there's more people? I wouldn't say it's what I think, it's what I know. Okay. Right? Yes, we've had more people reaching back out that we're kind of waiting on the sidelines saying, I'm going to wait, R rates are too high. And on top of that, you know, with the time of year, they don't have as much competition. So when those gems of houses come on the market, um, they're not competing as much with other buyers because many other buyers are thinking it's holiday season. I'll wait till spring or whenever my lease is up yep. um, versus thinking of breaking a lease, which we've had a few people do that lately is break leases to be able to move forward and buy that house and start that wealth building journey. Yeah. 
yeah for sure so so yeah um anything else on that we we, we, mm -hmm. we were talking about you know home ownership and net worth and you know it's whatever building What's the number 38 wealth. times more Four. household wealth if you're a homeowner versus a renter and of course we know there's a lot of reasons around that as well right for we sure but, for sure but, but you know i think it's it's still a pretty shocking uh statistic um tracy market stats yeah it's november go for it okay let, let's let's just kind of uh, run run through this uh what happened with with home sales in albuquerque for november this year and um Couple of things uh, that jumped out to me, and, and first and foremost, uh, I'll start with the the bad news. And the the bad news is the affordability. Um, you know, we we just talked about that, Tracy. I mean, really, the, there's ways we measure affordability in housing, and basically, it's you know, median income versus median prices, really, right? So it's it's not just what are the prices; it's also what does it cost? What are mortgage rates? You know what's what's your your basically debt to income um, or your mortgage to income ratio, and the the it's it's bad. It's about as bad as we've seen. Um, I've got stats back to two thousand and seven, and in this year, this here it is right here. So it's um, yeah, pretty much at the all time low since mm -hmm. two thousand seven. You know, meaning affordability. It's affordability, and a lot of that has to do with you know November, uh, October. We we hit some eight percent mortgages. Right. Again, now we just we're talking about that it's come down recently, but that definitely is is uh, hurt folks, and, it, and incomes aren't keeping up as as I think people know. It has, and this is now old news. I mean, it's not that old news, but the the properties that are closing. Um, now we're mm -hmm. put under contract 30 to 45 days ago yeah. when the interest rates were higher, like you said. Yeah, for sure. So let's, so. let's just talk about some of the things. Um, the number of homes coming on the market, it's still very low. We had about 700 homes come on the market in Albuquerque, about 750, which is, which is a pretty low number. I mean, that's, you know, generally we'll see in a normal year, maybe a thousand homes or something in it. And that's a little bit more than last year, but last year was like an all time low. So we're still in that place where there's not a lot of people super motivated to sell and move unless they really have to, unless they have something going on in their life that that's really motivating them to move. Um, and it, it goes back to that whole thing that, you know, 80% of people have a 4% mortgage or less. And a lot of people are free and clear. So there's just, you know, not a lot of excitement to go out and get a, get a home at, at a at double the mortgage rate that you have right now. Right. Um, we did see an uptick in pending sales. So pending sales are, you know, homes that went under contract. And these are homes that, um, are, you know, will probably close now. So these were for November. So they're going to close in December and probably into January. And that was up 16% from last year. Last year was really slow this time of year, but it's actually, it's actually ticked up. Closed sales are down about 6% from last year. So again, we always got to put that lag in there between pending and closed. Right. Um, and so those, the, the close were down, uh, for, for November, which means those are homes that went under contract in let's say, uh, September, you know, October timeframe. So a little bit slower then, um, days on market. I think people are always curious about that, this because they're like, okay, if I put my home on the market, how long is it going to be before I actually have it under contract right now? Average is 29 days and it's average. Right. <laughs> Which means there may be some homes that have been on the market for, you know, 
three years, right? Or there's not any, but let's just say, let's say there's some homes that have been on the market for 180 days and some homes have been on the market two days, right? So um, it, it homes are still selling relatively quickly. The median days on market, I believe, and I don't have it right in front of me, but I think it was 10 days. So yeah. half of them selling in about a week. So what what we know about that as feet on the street, right? Mm-hmm. And our, our listeners probably know is that a house's location, how it feels, how it smells, how it's presented, how it's priced, all make a big difference in that. And if it's a house that's, you know, a million dollars versus a house that's two hundred thousand dollars, it's going to make a huge difference on time on market, or it could, right? Yeah, yeah. If it's a million dollar house priced for the location condition, and and it's you know it shows like a million dollar house, it's probably going to get interest right away if it's a million dollar house that's not priced for the condition for the location for what it offers it's not going to it's going to sit on the market until it's priced for the location condition how it shows and all of those types of things but when you have a price home priced in the lower price point it's a little bit more forgiving there's more buyers in that pool to um, probably work on it but in general it, it varies and when we meet with our home sellers that's when we go over their neighborhood, their house, their specifics to make sure that they're getting good advice because us telling them it's 29 days on market on average, yeah. it really means nothing right now. Right. It, it's really, just, it doesn't. It we doesn't. can watch it over the long run and we know what it means, but you know, it's changed in the last couple of years. Well, what it means is when we look at it, we can say, okay, well, that's, that's a lot faster than it was in 2018 or 2019, for example, but it's a little bit longer than it was in 2020 and you know, we're 21. really 2021, right? When yeah. it's great. So, I mean, it just, it, it's just kind of a placeholder to give you an idea, but let's talk about pricing because I think that's everybody wants to know. Okay. Are prices going up or prices going down? You know, have I, yeah, have I gained us, equity Hugo. in my home over the last year? And, and the answer is you've gained equity in your home probably over the last year. Right. And of course you got to throw the probably in there. Cause it just, you know, again, everything's, you know, Dependent. location, 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 and, and what it is and the product and, and what you have and all that stuff. But, but on average, um, median prices are up uh, about 7% from last year. Average prices are up about 5%. Of course, you know, those are measured a little bit different things. Um, price per square foot, which is my, my favorite number, just, just to kind of measure how much things changes, is around 6 7% uh, over year over year. I ran something the other day, Tracy, I don't think I told you this, is I went back to November of uh, 19, November of 2019 till November of this year, 23, four years. We've seen 50%, uh, 56% price per square foot appreciation in those four years. Which falls right in line with what we're seeing as far as home prices and values, right? Yeah, 56%. Yeah. So if you bought in so summer pre, of 19 yep. or pre-pandemic or early pandemic too, like right before it, you know, January, February of 2020, December 2019, you're sitting up almost double what you paid for your house or more than double. It's not double, 56%. Oh, 56%. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It'd have to be 100% to be there double. Yeah, but, but yeah, anyway. Don't but use still, me for math. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yes, yes, yeah. We'll, go, we'll just use chat GPT to yeah. do the math. Yeah. Do the math. Uh, so so yeah. speaking of chat GPT, can I, can I bring up a different subject? Sure. Sure. So we know the AI revolution is here. I think a lot of people recognize that or paying attention to it. And there's a lot going on in the world of artificial intelligence. And it's definitely come into the real estate world, just like any other business, any other world. 
Um, Tracy, we like we said, we were at this event uh, earlier this week. Um, we had a presenter talking about AI and real estate and how to use it in the real estate business and where it's being used in the real estate business. But the one thing I wanted to talk about was uh, one of the large um, national websites for real estate, Redfin, they just launched a partnership with a company to do AI uh, space planning and interior design and redesign. Um, so that's going to be coming into, you know, very, I don't know how you call it. Ba basically, it's going to be intertwined with your home search experience much more going forward. Yeah, it's nothing new. I mean, no, not we've to been me, able, but yeah. yeah, we've been able to do that, but it hasn't been like on a national platform very quick and easy, right? Yeah, but there's we've we've done plenty of that. You've sorry, but for our listeners, you know, they should know that you're an AI expert and you've been relating it to real estate, but almost everything we've done over the last few years has AI behind it, right? I mean, yeah. all of your home searches are seeing what you're liking and putting things in front of you. I mean, that's what Zillow does every day. I get emails based on me being on Zillow for my work and I get emails saying, hey, you might like this house or hey, you might want to apply for a loan or, you know, they they're watching and it's the AI behind the scenes that's doing it all. Yeah, the thing is, I mean, if you're using any type of software these days, it's got some AI in there. Some it may not be flashing. It may not be, you know, real some name that fancy, we know now, you know, like Grok or, you know, ChatGPT or Bard or Anthropic Bali. or yeah, I mean, there, there's a whole bunch of them. But um, but anyway, back to home. I just want to I just it, let's bring us back to real estate since this is a real estate show. Um, there's a website. It's reimaginehome.ai. Speaking of AI and real estate, and uh, what they do is allow you to basically redesign or do um, uh, basically virtual renovation of your home. So you can take a photograph and upload upload it and virtually design your home and, and try different paint colors try different furniture you can do uh they, they've got one it's a space decluttering so like if you take a photo of a room that's full of stuff and it, it'll pull everything out so you can see what it looks like without all the stuff in it it's cool so when i watch hgtv which i know you think is odd since we do real estate every yeah, day but chip and joanna Gaines, you know they're doing this whole hotel renovation right now but some of their old shows are running and i've had an opportunity to flip through some of them and it's interesting because i always used to be just blown away how them or the property brothers or anybody would say okay well here's the house that we're considering and you could do this and we could remove this wall and here's what your kitchen could look like and it would you know this computer model would show what the house could be like flash from this to this to this and i'd go wow that must be really hard to do and uh yeah not anymore not anymore not no. very hard to do anymore so reimagine.ai or something reimagine home.ai so there's a site yeah. So let's talk about something that's not okay. statistics. Well, it kind of is. So Realtor.com did their 10 housing markets with the hotness score. Yep. And their 10 markets with the lowest hotness score. Yep. I thought it was really interesting, Tigo, because I would have not guessed in general. Okay, wait. I just got to say, I can't believe you saw that story. Yeah. Because... <laughs> <laughs> Because I, I actually had it on our agenda for today, uh, and, and I we didn't talk about it, so it's interesting you brought it up. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So the hotness scores, like the top ten, were not where I would have thought. You know, because it's this time of year, and um, you know, it's like you would think that 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 
it'd be the southern half of the United States, typical, right? Well, the top 10, Manchester, Nashaw, New Hampshire, Rochester, New York, Rockford, Illinois, Springfield, Massachusetts, Hartford, Connecticut, Worcester, Mass., uh, Monroe, Michigan, Concord, New Hampshire, Providence, Roll, Roll, Warwick, Massachusetts, and Columbus, Ohio. Yep. I mean, that's like almost all Northeast, Midwest, 100%, right? It is. Connecticut, Illinois, uh, New York, New Hampshire. It's like, wow. So what are the not hot, right? Yeah. The no. not hot. Yep. Housing markets that are unhot. The mm -hmm. hotness score is really, really low. Round Rock, Texas, Austin area. Um, Auburn, Alabama, College Station, Bryan, Texas, College Station, Texas, big football, right? Well, it's, um, it's a lot along that Louisiana, South, South, Southeast, you know, yeah. Florida, Louisiana. There's mm -hmm. an Oregon in there, Texas, Texas, Louisiana, Texas, Alabama, Texas. It's like, wow, I would never have thought it. Yeah. The what, they, what they do is they look at supply, they look at demand, and they kind of come up with a you know, a metric that says it's hot, not hot. Okay. Yeah. So and I bet you're wondering how Albuquerque is. I am. And I happen to have that. You're so smart. Oh, no, I, I, I'm just teasing you because I know the story you had didn't have it, but um, I've got yeah. a source that gave it to me. So what they did is they looked at 300 markets in the country. Okay. This, this it's realtor.com, which just they so everybody knows like realtor.com, they know everything about every home for sale and sold in the country. They get that data um, in real time, actually. But um, they uh, they rank Albuquerque as 198, no, 180, no, 189, I'm sorry, 189 out of 300. So um, somewhere Two right thirds. in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically they're saying- We're not hot know, we're, and we're not cold. We're, we're a little more we're balanced. We're just cool. Yeah, well, <laughs> and, and you know, what's interesting. That's kind of the story of, of Albuquerque real estate it has been that way for years and years and years is where we don't, we don't have the huge swings up and down, like, like Phoenix experienced last year. We didn't see that maybe a little bit, but not, not, not like Phoenix. Yeah. So, um, I, I did I think see it's the, interesting. the yeah. color code on the chart that I was looking at yeah. that showed we were cool right in the middle. We were right so in the middle. I didn't okay. know the stat, but I knew we were not hot and not cold. Well, and I, th I think the thing that's interesting, anybody that's been following us or, you know, seen any of my stats is, you know, we know that demand is is down, but supply is still very low, very down. Yeah. And, and so, you know, we we still have that uh, enough demand to keep prices uh, continually going up. So we're like I say, we're about six percent uh, higher in prices than we were a year ago. And, and we don't see that changing. Go so ahead. one of the things I know before we run out of time, I really want to talk about the, the seller um things that we can offer for someone who is thinking of selling a home mm -hmm. right now and in the future, because we have some tools that no one else in our market has through Zillow to really give a home uh, seller some real up premium marketing and premium services right. and, along with, you know, our, our typical, what we do for home sellers, right? Um, the, uh, Zillow showcase listing is a pretty phenomenal product that we can offer to uh, a limited number of home sellers. So mm -hmm. whoever is most interested in learning about that, we can talk about it and see if your home is a good fit for that program. Um, but just give us a call, give us a ring at 448-8888. We get you set up with one of our great uh, brokers on the team that specializes in working with home sellers and, and our marketing uh, genius behind the scenes. Yeah. Tigo and his team. Yeah. 
Um, and, and we'd love to go over that with you and be real specific with how that might be a benefit to you. Um, it, it's one of those things where it's that time of year, Tigo, where we're going into holidays big time now. We're past Thanksgiving. We've got uh, Hanukkah's in full swing and we've got Christmas and we've got New Year's and then kids go back to school. Yeah. Um, yeah. But we do have that cash offer program also. So if you're thinking that you want to sell and you might need to sell before you buy, we have a program and, and several investors too that would make an offer and give you some time. You don't have to close right away. You could have like up to 90 days. So that would get you through all the holidays and into the new year, but you could know ahead of time that you have a solid contract to sell your home um, that will make life easier for you. So we'd love to chat with you about that too, if it's something you're interested in. So Tigo, tell us about the the Congress and the hedge well, funds and the okay, so this mass is, buying of homes. Th this Some of you, this may be hard to hear because you may think something's going on, but it actually isn't. And that's that, you know, big companies, big hedge fund type companies with lots of money are buying up all the single family homes. There was actually a headline floating around that said in 2023, hedge funds bought 44% of all the homes in the country. Now, of course, on the surface, we know that's ridiculous, that's right? True. I mean, obviously not true, not even close. Um, the, the truth is it's maybe 1%, something like that. Um, there are a lot of investment-owned properties, but a good portion of those are the mom-and-pop people, right? right. It's, it's the people, well, like us, you know, we have some rental homes, right? Right. But, you know, we have them in an LLC. We don't have them in our name, so they, we count as, as We're you know, investors, right? Investors. Yeah. Um, wow, honey. And, and so it must be, a, it must be, yeah, I know, it, <laughs> it must be a, 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 a election year because a couple uh, Congress <laughs> per, people put out a, a bill, it's called Edge Hend. And Hedge Fund Control of American Homes Act of 2023. And Hedge Fund Control of American Homes Act in 2023. Yes. So it's basically, we're not going to fix all the problems we have in this country with, with affordability. housing and affordability and zoning issues and lack, and of, lack of, you know, uh, supply. costs and supply issues and overregulation and blah, 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 blah. We're going to just put up this bill that says, look what we're doing to fix the housing crisis when it's okay, maybe it'll make a difference, but it's a drop. It's like literally like 1% of all the homes are owned by these big, you know, corporate owners. And if right. you see a stat that says something else, you're being lied to. Yeah, there you go. You heard it here. I mean, Tigo's sticking his neck out. I, oh, I am because I'm so frustrated with it because I hear people say that and it's like, no, it's, it's just not the fact. I even did a a local uh, deep dive into the data here here locally on you know how many homes are owned by um, non-owner occupied basically you know rental properties and it's it's in the it's in the low 20% something like that but just by looking through the list i can look through the whole list and you can just see it's all little small operators it's it's you know, trusts and it's LLCs and it's. I think we've it's, covered yeah. it, you, right? You, you, I want to talk about you a home. Cut, you cut me off. Are you? I'm cut cutting me? you off. We okay. got it. Okay. All right. All Understood. Right. I'm a little passionate about that. I one. could tell. Yeah. I just really want to talk about this house. It's in coming soon status, which means it's in our MLS, but it doesn't go out to all the Zillow's realtors and all those other websites. Yes. You have to know about it through your realtor. So I'm telling all of you about it right now. It's called. Uh, 
2147 Rivers Edge Drive in Rio Rancho. Oh, yes, that it's, one. It's in yeah. Rivers Edge, which is northeast Rio Rancho. Newer property built in 93, 2,731 square feet, single story. Wait, wait, newer property, 93? Single story, custom built home in Rivers Edge. Sorry, I couldn't let it's you go down by low. With that. I'm just going to keep ignoring you. <laughs> down low by the river, really beautiful single story floor plan three or four bedrooms. So it's got the three bedrooms plus the extra space that could be a bedroom. It's about a third of an acre. Um, it's listed at 568,000. They're having an estate sale this weekend. Mm. So it's not officially available for sale, but if you need to go look at furnish furnishings that might be for sale, 2147 Rivers Edge Drive is having an estate sale, but it's not, it is coming soon in our multiple listing service, but it's not active listing yet. Yeah, it's just, it's not available to be shown yet and in, in all that. So they're they're just, you know, right. doing, doing the estate sale and so dealing with the that stuff. Yeah. Three bedrooms plus the office. It's got a really nice um, side porch, um, hot tub. It's a cul-de-sac. It's got mountain views. You know, it's, it's a good location. No, it is. And a it nice is. house. So it's coming. Awesome. If you want to reach out to us for the Venturi Group with Real Broker, you can call us at 505-448-8888, or you can visit our website at welcomehomeabq.com. You can do home searches there. You can look at market data. You can look. You can find out uh, what your home might be worth. We've got a, a, a little program on there where you can put a put your address in and it'll give you a basic idea of what what your home might be worth and allow you to track it and there are open houses this weekend so that's houses. all on the website too at welcomehomeabq.com always great to be here and chat real estate with you let us know if there's something you want to know about real estate